0: Hello everybody, I'm so happy to have you here today. I'm Sasha from Sexpert Talks, and today I'm interviewing this beautiful, amazing woman that I really admire so much, Irina Sulin. She's a a sex love and relationships coach with uh, a specialty
1: on male sexuality. Welcome, Irina. Thank you, Sasha. Thank you so much for having me here. Yay! I'm so
0: happy to have her here because she's a. Um, you you might find her in the links below in in her social media and her webpage, and you will see the beautiful work that she that she's doing to bring men into a more conscious and aware sexuality. So we were just speaking about uh, the wide range of uh, issues that she works with when she works with men, and um, I am really curious about. What is it that men um, are craving when they look for you to work for, with you in their sexuality?
1: Yeah, um, great question. The majority of men I work with uh, who come to me, the main issue, the main problem uh, when we strip down to, to it is uh, sexual confidence and sexual potency. And a lot of them, um, you know, lose that ability when they are in a long-term relationship with their partners. Uh, And, or they are, if they're single, they're not really sure. And a lot of times uh, men are so uh, focused on their performance. Uh, which is so driven by the toxicity of the pornography. This is where the education for men comes from, uh, that every time it needs to be hard and it needs to be erect and always ready. And so when it's not the case, the man is just like alarmed and he doesn't really know how to go about this. And, all these failure messages start to creep in into his head, and so when they come to me, they kind of like um, like that's the main goal to to have sexual confidence, be sexually attractive to women, and um, yeah, and and have a fulfilling intimacy. That's another one because men are like. You know, they are, their sexuality is as complex as, you know, for us women. It just, in our society, we don't really tend to think this way. We think it's very straightforward and linear, but it's really not. Um, <clears throat> men are just not given the language um, how to express themselves through the intimacy, right? So for men... Sexual intercourse, intimacy is just the most emotional and the most um, you know intimately connected time with a woman, and um, they just sometimes don't know how to really navigate those emotions because men are not trained. Uh, a lot of men, not all men, but a lot of men, the majority maybe, are not uh, really trained how to be comfortable with their emotions. So sure, important. Yeah. So, so
0: important. I love that you that you mentioned that because um, first of all, this idea that men are just like naturally wired for sex and they are not emotionally they, they lack emotional depth is so, as harmful as it is for women as it is for men. Right? Like it keeps limiting them. Mm-hmm. So. I hear also how you're speaking about the damage that pornography does on their expectations of sexuality. Uh, And I was just reading recently about um, a a client, um, a a, a testimonial from a client that was working with you with his porn addiction. So uh, could you tell us a little bit more about how um, the porn industry and expectations that it places on men. Affects their uh, relationship to sexuality?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, pornography is such a huge, huge, huge energy drainer from men and from women as well, but from men particularly. Um, it's just how society wants men to be. The, the, society wants men to be energyless you know like have nothing and um and also it's addictive right and then once once a man comes into intimate time with his woman there is a certain certain way of him performing Mm -hmm. that's what he saw in this image in his in this pornography right so it's a really hard thrusting um it's a really um you know skewed way of relating to intimacy changing positions doing all kinds of kinks and maybe like using some kind of toys all of it he thinks might enhance you know the more openness so um and then the other thing is when a man masturbates to pornography he wires his brain to always connect to that particular fantasy which is also when he goes to intimacy it tends to show up over and over there and that's and that's like a very sad sad situation or he might masturbate so much that he desensitizes himself to the point where he is not feeling inside of his emotions. So he needs to thrust real hard or, and if he's not thrusting too hard, he gets busted. So these are all the um, terrible things that can happen to a man and then he is not even aware that the most um terrifying thing that he might not even be aware of that and then he's like okay why am I not why am I experiencing erectile dysfunction so he goes to the doctor and the doctor says oh take Cialis take Viagra and you'll be fine wow. so yeah so that's wow that's it. I think that is so important to
0: address because it's it's such a, a anxiety uh, issue uh, an anxiety fuel for for men uh, to not be as uh, constantly energized and 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 perform as these actors in these movies that are really like expect i I was the other day listening to a porn actress saying hey wanting to perform the same way that we do in the movies is like wanting people to act like superheroes right Mm -hmm. like that's unreal that's that's just fantasy
1: Yeah. yeah 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 it is yeah it's it's (laughs) it's so bad for men so every time when i work with with a with a client with a male client and i tell them we have a three months program that i um work with them on i tell them no pornography at all no masturbation to pornography at all because i offer them conscious self-pleasure practices to do holistic self-pleasure practices to do so if you have an urge i say to them to masturbate do that do my self-pleasure practice instead connect to your body don't connect to that fantasy you've been connecting for all these years um i think that is so important and then
0: you're speaking about intimacy how that affects their intimacy with their partners so uh and how they are not trained to connect to their own emotions uh, just yesterday, I was looking at an article speaking about men coupling, like, like a new therapy, uh, men coupling groups, and some men were terrified. Like, no, we are men. We don't connect like that. We we don't need that. We, so, uh, I would really like to explore that uh, with you. How, what do you feel and what do you think about this need? Uh, this need for connection that men have, but they don't acknowledge this. This emotional depth that men have, but they don't, then they don't explore. What What have you discovered when you have, uh, when you have gone into the depths of the heart of men?
1: Yeah, um, it is a huge huge issue because for generations and generations and years and years and years and men were um taught that it's not good to cry it's not good to be angry it's like like men like need to be strong and powerful um masculine uh and not portray any kind of like emotion emotions are for women and so that like um obviously influenced so many men in our society not all because everybody's different again like some men are more emotional than others and and <clears throat> that issue actually of not being able to connect to the emotions uh, influences how It portrays in um, the intimacy, in the sexual dynamic, because emotions and sexuality are highly, highly connected, right? It's our second chakra kind of like distinctions, right? Emotionality, sexuality, creativity, all of it. So men are not able to go there and not able to be vulnerable. And vulnerability is a portal a gateway to a really good open sex so they want to have this open sex but they can't get there because they can't be truly vulnerable with their partners they can't be truly like expressing their fears and emotions and and so they're stuck everybody's stuck in this um so yeah that that that's something that I've seen a lot with men, and then they, they run away, they avoid, and they don't want to face any of that. And if the emotions start to flood, I've had some clients that like they who are who have experienced a lot of anxieties just overall. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is when a man experiences anxiety, um, he is overwhelmed with a certain emotional situation and he goes and he masturbates that off right like he's like oh i don't want to feel it i don't want to feel it so he he might do that two three times even a day you know or another uh thing is he might um retrieve to uh numb um solutions like alcohol drugs um again pornography uh anything that would numb him out and not uh, allow him to feel all of that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I have heard um, I have had clients coming to me mentioning just that, like, hey, I'm masturbating three, four times a day. Is that normal? Is that, is that okay? Uh, and and it's so related to porn addiction, like. I watch porn every day and I cannot connect to my partner anymore when I want to have sex with her I I don't even get a a hard on I I masturbate on my own three times a day is that normal, is that okay and that's the the constant question is that normal, is that normal is that normal
1: Uh, no it's not
0: (laughs) yeah, exactly
1: (laughs) no it's not (laughs) it's not normal and um, I have clients who come to me and they they do the same thing and they ask me like, what's the normal? I was like, dude, you got to listen to your body. I can't tell you what's normal, what's not, how, to, how many times to ejaculate. Like you got to connect to your body. Maybe if like what I advise men, first and foremost, if they've been going on like three or four times a day and, and that obviously depletes a man of his energy. And once you start doing this, your body would want it to do it more and more and more and more right so i would tell them withdraw for a month of not do not not masturbate not ejaculate sustain this period have like um like a diet so to speak right recalibrate your system and then based on your um the amount of sleep you have, the amount, the food you eat, the work you have, the sleep you have, all these variables need to be plugged in. You decide when to ejaculate and when not to. Maybe that's twice a week. Maybe that's once a week. Maybe that's once a month. It also depends on the age for each and every man. The younger the man, the more he can get away with ejaculation. The older the man, the less he, he needs to actually deplete himself of, his, of this energy
0: yeah but i also love that you mentioned that they do that to avoid emotions right like this this um i have seen that for example with people that have uh, a level of ptsd like like their the the analog of testosterone their their go to the safe haven is porn or their safe haven is masturbation but without connection without without any emotion just as a way of getting it off and that term itself like get it off not not like being connected or being or going in it's like if sex was something they used to get off their head and off their emotions and off just off
1: Yeah, that's what happens a lot of times. There is intimacy with a woman and he just like does this habitual thing of getting himself off like he used to do on his own. And there is in no way satisfying for nobody. I mean, for her, she would feel left out. She would feel totally like like there's so much disconnection what kind of sex is that um yeah no wonder women get angry and frustrated and never satisfied because men are not 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 aware what they're no doing
0: yeah.
1: it's not like old old i'm a man but <laughs> a lot yeah. of them yeah. there's a feeling of being used as a masturbation
0: toy right like yeah. <laughs> instead of being connected and being present yeah, in the yeah. true 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 yeah so what could you um uh before i ask you this i'm just like feeling how some people might react but my porn don't take it away from me <laughs> but what could you recommend um men to do in order to connect deeper to their uh to their emotions and to themselves to be more present to have a more holistic ex- sexual experience
1: yeah ah the good old method is meditation yeah really really developing awareness is so so key now sitting for five to ten minutes in just quiet calm peaceful space connecting to your breath scanning your body for whatever sensations that are arising it's the best way to start. Start very small and then come to, you know, a much, something more profound such as breath work, such as like connecting more to your genitals, self-pleasuring in a way where there is a um, moment when a man is connecting to his pleasure moment to moment, not driving himself to orgasm, uh, orgasms right away. Mm-hmm. Like these are the things that, you start with but you know very simple for someone who haven't done anything at all uh, connecting in the meditation yeah
0: so important and so interesting like how can you um, what a great motivation to meditate to improve your sexual life to improve your connection to your partner. it's not some new age thing it's about really connecting to yourself
1: yeah it's all about that it's like developing self-awareness um that's the number one key for you to connect to yourself to connect the emotions and then eventually to connect with a partner and of course you know that's not where it ends but you know having a good guide a good coach (laughs) is also is always helpful (laughs) so come to me I would say that <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, And I am going to be uh, writing down
0: Irina's uh, information in the in the description of this interview, so that you can contact her. That is, that is so important. Uh, she also has some some free content and videos on her Instagram and on her on her Facebook page, but it's uh, a web page as well. But it's important that that you look for help uh, if you are feeling like there is something odd. Yeah. I'm curious. Um, so we know men don't really have a guide of, of what not normal sexuality is like, that's why they keep asking, is it normal? Yeah. Um, what good what healthy sexual intimacy would look like? Maybe mm-hmm. they have never heard that, maybe they don't know it, the, all they have seen is porn. What yeah. would it look like to have a healthy sexual connection?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. What it would look like? Well, definitely um, none of the things that you think, like swings, swingers, parties, or uh, toys, or uh, any fetish or kinky stuff, none of it is going to give a couple uh, healthy connection what um i feel is you know would provide that is actually to people to connect in the open and honest vulnerable conversation Mm -hmm. to clear to really clear everything that's been there tensing up their body right and the best practice and you know this practice is fears desires and loves that a man and a woman would share together um and just like hold each other in that space do maybe 5 minutes of eye gazing or connect to each other through touch massaging each other um and just do that, not rushing into any kind of like, you know, crazy sexual experiences. Just move with like slowly using your awareness, using your breath, using using just whatever it is that you have naturally organically in you, right? Um, and then focus it's a mind, mindset shift, right? Focus on the, on the intimacy part. Focus on uh, connecting to your partner, feeling yourself 50% of the time and 50% of the time connecting to your partner. Um, that is something that would slowly, gradually shift into beautiful, love-making, connected experience instead of that just performance based thing.
0: Mm, I love that. And there is something that I think is so important to to distinguish, right? When when people, when men tell you, but I connect I, I connect to my partner because I make her come. And I make her come like ten times and but it's not about making her get anywhere. It's about connecting to what's going on inside of her, not to taking her somewhere, right?
1: Yeah, yeah it's a moment to moment kind of like assessing the energy assessing the situation moving and playing with it that's, that's the good thing that i always tell to my clients like play play like your kids explore play be be mm, have fun about about what's happening um don't get stuck up on like having the you know the penis be hard all the time and having multiple orgasms they will come eventually just restore that beautiful playful connection with each other i love that so we're taking sexuality from being
0: um goal oriented and go 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 and always hard and kinky and i have to bring in more toys and more adrenaline into being slower more connected and more mm-hmm. playful and more present so yeah. that that is uh, a sexuality that can be nurturing for both the the man and the partner that he's with
1: absolutely yes absolutely and that reverence that two of them have for each other is like this uh, um it's just the open it opens up so many doors You know it's a totally different paradigm of looking at how um sexual experiences can go
0: yeah i I can see that as you as you describe that because even the energy of the conversation changes right like when we're speaking about these expectations that they have it's there's tension and when we're speaking about this slowing down connection vulnerability exploration deepening There is this ease and relaxation, and that brings deeper, deeper communion, deeper openness. Uh, And I'm pretty sure that is what um, can enrich a a couple to go deeper and go on in life. Right? That 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 feels. (laughs)
1: It's uh-huh. so healing because sex is actually very healing if it's done in this holistic kind of like container. Uh-huh. Um, it a woman can soften and surrender and and just go further and further and deeper because she feels safe around the man who can hold this for her, uh, who isn't driving her nowhere and he doesn't have his own agenda and he's not concerned about his performance all the time but he's just fully present to her and that's and that's beautiful That's that's the kind of sex that i always want to have <laughs> yeah. yes yes and I, I would like to add something to it like
0: people speak so much about this masculine being dominant and the feminine wanting to surrender and that caused me trouble but when you put it this way It's easier to ease into that, because it's not about dominance, but it's about trust. Mm -hmm. And it's about letting go of this idea of having to be dominating and showing up and and just being present. So, I'm curious about the people that you have worked with. What do they tell you at the end of of their process? What happens? when a man transitions from that place where he started with that tension into the end of your program?
1: Yeah, so they um, report to me that there is more presence, to their body there is more um safety in their body there is a, more tools that they have to navigate when anxiety shows up because it's going to show up um and so they can come back to always connecting to you know the core their grounded centered uh self um there is much more ease and freedom in how they can be. And there is no more, because the mindset, you know, was shifted it, we, you know, changed it, the narrative. Um, there's no more this tension and constraining about how to perform. There's like ease. Okay. So if I'm not hard, it's okay. That's how it happens right now, but it's going to get hard again. So there's more ease and freedom about it. And everybody's super relaxed and can really slow into, in, into the process. So that's what they report to me. The intimacy becomes much more fulfilling. And um, and even with that, their whole life, other aspects of their lives start to, to shift and change and transform like the career opportunities start to come, the business grows, the money shows up. Um, there's so much goodness uh, that men see when the intimacy foundation restores to the level of being nurturing, to the level of being fulfilling, to the level of being loving, connected, present, all of it. I love that. And
0: I love that you just mentioned how it affects other areas of their lives how it affects also their abundance their their work their, their thriving in different layers mm-hmm. of life so sexuality and intimacy are the foundation of everything else
1: i am deeply convinced that this is what it is i i truly fully believe that that's that's where we build foundation there and then all other aspects of our life is in, are infused with that energy
0: oh i love that i love that so it's it's an invitation for people to work on their sexual energy and sexual connection and sexual awareness if not for the sexuality for everything else in their lives (laughs) because it's going to shift naturally It, it just starts moving like a domino effect true Yep. Yeah, so beautiful. Thank you so much, Julina. We have taken so much from this conversation. It has been so nurturing and so deep, and I really hope that it reaches many, many people out there because it's important that people listen to this and, and start creating this shift.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, Sasha. I really loved it. Really loved your questions. I really appreciate you having me here. Yeah amazing we do such a pleasure and please guys don't forget to
0: check out the information in the in the description because there is a lot more um that you can dig in in when it comes to your sexuality just there to dive to dive deep into that beautiful thank you